Hi, you guys. It's Yaz. And today I want to talk about why narcissists are exhausting, why we call them energy vampires. Because when, you've, when you're dealing with a narcissist, it's a constant battle, all right? Nothing is plausible or feasible or reasonable with a narcissist because a narcissist is unreasonable. They won't acknowledge the truth. They won't own anything. So when you're in a relationship with a narcissist, you're going to be constantly going and back back and forth arguing with this person. You're always sitting there pleading your case and try to explain to the narcissist why you're right or why they're wrong, and they'll never, ever acknowledge it. And what a narcissist does, because they're a liar, they stand true to their lies in order to try to make you believe that they are telling the truth. This is one of the tactics. So whenever you try to make a narcissist accountable for whatever they've done wrong, They'll go into a whole big word salad. They'll bring up other things that are unrelatable to the topic at hand so that you have this back and forth conversation where they're sitting there telling you how you're wrong, how they're blame shifting and throwing all the blame on you and saying you're the reason for the problems in the relationship. Why don't you take a look at yourself? Why don't you take a look in the mirror at yourself? And you're sitting there because you don't realize at the time you're dealing with a narcissist, you're sitting there defending yourself, okay? Until you realize that you're dealing with a narcissist, you are going to sit there and think that you can explain it to them. Oh, maybe they don't get it. Maybe I need to kind of explain it this way or explain it that way. No, a narcissist, even if you're speaking the truth, they will never acknowledge the truth, you guys. This is why we say go no contact. You're not going to be able to resolve conflict with a narcissist because they'll never own it. They'll never acknowledge that they're wrong. There's only one time that a narcissist will acknowledge that they're wrong, and that's usually in the beginning of the relationship. If you call them out on something, they may apologize and say, oh, I'm sorry, you know, I didn't mean to do that. But the only reason they're apologizing is because they want something still from you. They haven't gotten that supply from you yet. So they'll give you a fake apology and also, you know, pretend that they're showing, you know, accountability to make you think, you know, they're a genuine person. Look, they apologized. It's all an act. It's because they see the bigger picture of what you have to offer them. Now, remember, narcissists can be with you for a lot of different reasons. They could be with you for money. They could be with you for sex. They could be with you for a place to live. Or they could just be with you because they just like having somebody there. You're a security blank blanket. You're still feeding the narcissist because you're giving them attention. By getting on the phone with the narcissist, you are giving that narcissist attention. You're feeding the narcissist. You're entertaining the narcissist. Even if you're arguing with them, you are still feeding that narcissist because you're still giving them attention. And what does all of this do? This exhausts the shit out of you, okay? And another thing keep in mind is a, a lot of people do this, and I've done this in the past when I was dealing with one of the narcissists that I've dealt with, is you'll sit there and you'll say, well, can't you see it from my point of view? When you say that to a narcissist, they are going to flip out. And the reason that they flip out is because they don't want to see it from your point of view. Because in order to see it from your point of view, 
means that they have to take accountability and face shame. So they're going to totally, you know, they're going to put down anything that you have to say. They're not going to acknowledge it. And they're going to just sit there strong in their lies. And they're going to, you know, they're going to put a couple of truths in with a lie to make them themselves sound, you know, like they're telling you the whole truth. But, and they bring in other details of what they're arguing about. And they will just debate with you till you're finally worn out. You have nothing left in you and you just give in to the narcissist and say, okay, whatever. All right, you're right. Because at this point, you are fucking exhausted and you rather just let them be right, even though they're telling you a lie and they're not taking accountability, than to sit there and go back and forth with the narcissist, okay? This is why you're exhausted. Another reason that you're exhausted with that narcissist is because maybe you've put up boundaries and they keep breaking the boundaries. And again, what are you doing? You're going back and forth with the narcissist. You're threatening the narcissist that they better, you know, respect your boundaries. They better not do things like stay out all night or they better call you when you call and everything like that. And what does that narcissist do? They keep ignoring it. And why is that? Because you have no consequences to the boundaries that you put up. A lot of people sit there and they say, well, I have a boundaries. You know, I told them this and I told them that. Well, if they're breaking your boundaries and there's no consequences or you're not able to walk away from the relationship, then your boundaries don't mean shit. Okay. Then they, they know it doesn't mean anything. It's just you running your mouth and babbling and they're just going to, you know, they're not going to take you seriously. They don't care what you have to say or anything like that. And I did also a reel on something similar to this in the sense that, you know, people talk about why did narcissists discard you, okay? And there's a lot of influencers that sit there and say, well, the minute that you, you know, give that narcissist resistance or the, the minute you tell them, no, the narcissist is going to, you know, discard you and everything like that. Understand this. A narcissist will never, ever let you go unless they have a backup plan in place and they have someone to bounce to, all right? So even if you give that narcissist resistance, if they have nobody else to replace you, they may still stick around because in general, a narcissist is not, they don't care what you have to say. As long as you're not walking away and they could do what they want, they don't care what you have to say. That's why boundaries and with consequences are so crucial so that that narcissist knows you mean business. It's not just you threatening to walk out. You have to, you know, you give them one warning and then if they keep, they do it again, you've got to have the strength and the courage to walk away and realize that this person is not respecting you and it's going to happen over and over and over again, Okay. So you guys, they're just very exhausting. And then the other reason that a narcissist is exhausting, all right, if you have kids with them, a narcissist leaves all the hard work to you and they don't take any responsibility for the hard things with the children. So if you have children with a narcissist, you're really going to be exhausted because you're the one doing everything for the kids. You're the one taking them to the doctors. You're the ones dealing with the teachers at school and the school meetings and driving your kids around. And what does the narcissist do? 
They do the fun things with the kids, the vacations where, you know, it's all fun things or go out to dinner. They're not there doing the grunt work. So you're going to be exhausted if you have children with the narcissist. And especially if you divorce the narcissist, that's when the narcissist is going to leave all the responsibility to the other parent to do everything. And they're going to disappear. This is what covert narcissists do. They abandon their children, all right? And then later on, they come back and want to be in that kid's life. And, you know, at that point, children see who was there for them and who wasn't there for them. So these are all reasons that you get exhausted. You also get exhausted because you a narcissist is going to project all of their toxicity onto you. They're very unhappy people. And what they're going to do is they're going to project that unhappiness onto you. And how do they do that? Because they're moody. Narcissists are very moody. They run hot and cold. You know, one minute they're having a great day and they could be okay. And the next minute they're sitting there and they're sulking on the couch with a, with a face on. And you sit there and say, what's wrong and everything? They tell you nothing, okay? But you could feel the monkey in the room. This is when you're dealing with a covert narcissist. It's exhausting trying to figure out what's wrong with the covert narcissist because a covert narcissist won't communicate and tell you what's wrong. They pay you back in a passive aggressive, indirect manner. They are fucking horrible to be married to because you will feel completely alone with a covert narcissist because they won't tell you what's wrong. Okay? And instead, they try to kill you with coldness, all right? So this is all exhausting. And why is it exhausting? Because you're sitting there you, thinking and thinking and thinking and thinking, what did you do wrong? The more you think, the more you try to analyze it, guess what that does? That exhausts you. And the more that you try and you, you can't win with the narcissist, what does that do? That causes depression. And what does depression do? It exhausts you. It gets you to a point where you're just depressed because you just can't make it work with the narcissist. You find yourself tired all the time. This is like mental exhaustion. And what does it do? It's going to affect your, your physical health. A lot of people that have dealt with narcissists have physical problems, you know, physical health problems. They may have a thyroid problem, all right, where their thyroid goes, goes all out of whack. And this is all due to stress. Narcissists cause stress, okay? And the stress is going to break down and, and, and hurt you down physically down the road, okay? There's a lot of people that dealt with narcissists that ended up having, you know, cancer and other health problems, digestive problems, hair problems, you know, a whole host of problems. And it's all, the root of all this is the stress that that narcissist has caused, and this is why I tell you, and I'll tell this to all the young people out there, one of the most important things you can look for in a partner is somebody who's easy to work with, somebody who will bend, 
somebody who, you know, doesn't always have to have it their way. You don't always have to do the things that they want to do, that they'll be willing to do things that you like to do, that they don't make a big fucking deal out of little things. They let it go. See, a narcissist won't just let things go. They're going to harp on it or they're going to have a face on and they make your life miserable. So, this is how the narcissist exhausts you because it is a constant fight. And the fight is not always verbally. See, when you're dealing with a grandiose or an overt narcissist, the fight is going to be, you know, back and forth arguing, you know, verbal fights and stuff like that. When you're dealing with a covert narcissist, it's going to be a nonverbal fight. All right. They're going to have a face on. They're going to give you the silent treatment. They're not going to let you finish a sentence and they're going to stonewall you and walk out. And when the minute you're trying to talk and what is this going to do? This is going to frustrate you. And what is frustration going to do? It's going to wear you down and exhaust you because these people are difficult they don't want to be easy. Narcissists don't like peace. They like power and control. And they always have to exert their power and control over others. Okay? And the person that's really the target is the person closest to them. And that's you. Okay? That's why we always say, when you're married to a narcissist, the person that's the target is the partner. Okay? If you're in a family situation, the target of the narcissist is the scapegoat. The narcissist always has to have somebody that they are beating down either verbally or non-verbally. And it's all a power trip. And what does this do to the scapegoat or to you if you're in a relationship to, with somebody like that? It's going to make you unhappy. It's going to frustrate you. It's going to make you sad and depressed. You're going to have anxiety. You're going to be walking on eggshells because you're going to be afraid if you say something the narcissist doesn't like. They're either going to tell you off if they're overt or grandiose narcissist, or they're going to you know, give you the silent treatment, which is emotional abuse, to try to punish you for opening and, and saying something that they didn't like. Okay, so it's a constant, you can never be yourself with a narcissist because they're, you know, hypersensitive, hypercritical, but what do they do? They project all of that on you and say, you're sensitive, you're critical. So whatever that narcissist is throwing out at you, that's what they are. Okay, they're going to th throw out all that toxicity on you and that's going to exhaust you. The other thing I wanted to bring up is this. Narcissists are very unhappy people. Even though they put on a, a big smile and they seem confident and happy and all that, subconsciously they're unhappy because they don't feel like they're enough. They have, you know, uh, uh, an ego that they have very low self-esteem, all right? So all of that unhappiness that they have they project it on you by beating you down, by putting you down either directly or indirectly to the point that when you leave that relationship, 
you're going to feel low about yourself. You're going to sit there and you're going to think about the things that that narcissist said about you, how they put you down, maybe about how you physically look, or they called you insecure, or they called you a loser, or anything like that. What's really going to affect you is you're going to start to think about all the things that that narcissist said about you, and you're going to question it. You're going to sit there and say, well, am I a loser? Maybe it's me. Maybe they're right. You know, maybe I'm not, you know, maybe I expect too much, or maybe I don't look good, or maybe I'm overweight, or maybe I'm this, or maybe I'm that. No, you're dealing with somebody who's trying to break you down and knows what your vulnerabilities are. And that's exactly what they're going to bring up when the relationship starts crumbling in order to destroy you. Okay. Now the narcissist has destroyed you because why? Because they broke your self-esteem. All right. So this is what I have to tell you. When you're dealing with a narcissist, it doesn't matter what a narcissist says because a narcissist is toxic and anything they say doesn't mean shit, all right? Trust me when I tell you, all right? I dealt with a narcissist in my family one time who tried to put me down and like I called him out on it and everything like that and he was so taken back because I had my power. I knew who I was, I knew what I was dealing with and I wasn't gonna let him get away with it and he said something to me like, oh, you know, you really think you you know it all or this or that and everything like that. And I said, I'm not saying I know it all. I said, but I know a lot. And I said, I don't need anybody to validate me. I don't need you to validate me because I validate myself. All right. And the minute he heard that, he like totally backed off because he knew. He knew that if he tried to cut me up or any which way, that I was not going to let him do that. And, and what a lot of these narcissists do is the minute that you stand up for yourself, all of a sudden they're going to call you angry. You have anger issues. No, you don't have anger issues. It's called sticking up for yourself when somebody is trying to, you know, put you down in a subtle way. Standing up for yourself does not make you somebody who has anger issues just because you're passionate about it. When somebody is trying to, you know, strike you down, by all means, you have a right to stick up for yourself. But a narcissist is going to try to make you feel like you have something wrong with you. Okay. That's to break your self esteem. Don't take the bait and let them do it. Okay. This is what they want to do. So you guys, all of this is exhausting. That's why you have to step back from the bullshit and step back from the narcissist because it's a no-win situation when you're dealing with a narcissist, okay? They will never own that they are wrong unless they have something to gain later on. They will never acknowledge you, and especially if you're the truth teller or the scapegoat. You are a target because you're the threat that will expose them for the toxic people they are. So they're really going to have it in for you. But that's okay. Who cares? The bottom line is you know who you are. You stand strong within the truth and believe in yourself. And as long as you're doing the right thing, you're not lying, you're doing the right thing, you're speaking the truth, you're being fair. If they can't acknowledge that, 
then they can't be in your life. These people will, will you know, affect you, your health later on. You got to distance yourself. If you can't, you know, get away from them, then you have to gray rock. Don't get into deep conversations with them. One word answer. Don't go into detail. Just what you got to deal with them with. Straight, you know, yes, no, okay, that's it, all right? That's how you, you, you're protecting yourself to, from being drawn in, arguing with the narcissist, putting yourself in a position to have to defend yourself, which you should not have to defend yourself. You don't owe the narcissist shit. You don't have to explain yourself to a narcissist. And it's the same thing when you co-parent with these people, all right? I co-parented and still dealing with bullshit with a covert narcissist. And it's strictly the facts. This is all we're dealing with is the facts. We don't get into emotional stuff. We don't get into how we really feel about each other. Strictly the facts with regard to the kids. This needs to be done. If it's not done, I will see you in court. That's it, all right? You don't have to tell them you see him in court. You just hit them with a petition, okay? But, you know, strictly business. You just hit them with the facts of what needs to be done with regard to the children, okay? Because unfortunately, you can't go no contact with a narcissist when there are kids involved. You have to do what you have to do for the children. Courts and judges, they don't care about you or your ex who's a narcissist, they care about what's in the best interest of the children. So that's what you got to focus on. And the fact that you're doing everything that you should be doing for the children and keeping a record and a log if the other party is not. All right. So you guys, they are extremely exhausting and, you know, they will affect your health because they're not agreeable. Narcissists are not agreeable. They're very agreeable in the beginning during the love bombing stage. This is how they hooked you by being so agreeable, by being so consistent and so agreeable because they, you know, they made it easy. This is what narcissists do during the love bombing. They make everything easy, but the narcissist that you eventually marry is wicked as hell and will give you a life of hell, okay? Because now they don't have to put on the act. Now you got the full-blown toxic narcissist, wicked narcissist that doesn't have to put a mask on. They know you're married to them. A lot of people are stuck in marriages like that because they can't financially get out, right? This is why I say you've got to be financially independent so you never have to rely on a toxic narcissist, all right? So many people, you don't realize that. Dating a narcissist is very different from being married to a narcissist. If you dated a narcissist and you got out, you're one of the lucky ones. But for the rest of us that married the narcissist and had kids, it's a whole nother fucking ball game. And you may be in and out of court with that narcissist till the kids are grown and way gone, okay? Because there'll be issues that pop up that you have to deal with them. So you guys, this is why you don't wait that long. This is why the minute that you see that toxic shit, you get out, you get out. When you see somebody who can't be transparent, that always lies about everything, what do you do? 
you get out, right? That's just the tip of the iceberg of a hundred more lies down the road and bullshit down the road. And what does that leave you? Exhausted, exhausted, anxious, depressed, and financially broke too if, when you're dealing with a narcissist. I have to do a podcast on how narcissists will break you financially as well because they want to take everything from you. They want to take away your happiness. They want to take away your kids. They want to take away your self-confidence. They want to break your soul because they are broken souls, all right? And to put you down and break you makes them feel better about themselves. It's a sick, sick mindset of the narcissist. So if you want a life of peace and you want a life of happiness, you have to disengage and get away from that narcissist. Because what did I say? It's a no-win situation with somebody who can't acknowledge the truth. Okay? I hope that helps you guys. If it does, Hit the subscribe button and please share the podcast and have a great day. If you guys are having a problem in your dating or relationship or you're dealing with somebody maybe that's narcissistic, you don't know if they're a narcissist or you're just having problems, you're in a toxic relationship and you need some clarity on it. Go to the link in the podcast description for my website where I offer email and phone coaching. If you have a quick question, just a quick question, and you want to get a video sent back to you answering your question, there's also a link there for Vizio where I will send you a personalized video answering your question. Hi, you guys, it's Yaz, and I want to tell you about my two books on Amazon. The first book is Regain Your Power. It's all about power and relationship. Who has the power in the relationship? And it goes into all of that, okay? The other book is Signs He's Not Into You, He's Wasting Your Time, okay? Check it out. It gives you a lot of good clues as to whether you're with somebody who's a real one or somebody who's just going to waste your time. You could read them both with Kindle's free trial membership. So check it out. Link is in the podcast description. Hi, you guys. I just want to let you know that The Game Exposed now has their merchandise available. Check out the link in the bio and you could go check it out. There's cool hoodies, cool sweatpants, cool hats. So go to the bio for the link. And also, don't forget to follow me on Facebook at the game exp 123 and also on Instagram, the game exp 123. Okay? And have a great day. Mm-hmm.